Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast, the podcast all about Clark Kent and Superman. This is Tom, your host. I guess I should start with the normal recurring segment about Warner Brothers Discovery and Henry Cavill rumors, and I guess we'll go there. Uh, the Cavill rumors are as strong as they've been in a while. I know we've, we've talked about it in the past, but I guess I... With it getting noisier, I suppose I should at least touch on it a little bit, talk about it a tiny bit. Um, I won't get into any specifics if you are worried about that, if you're worried about potential spoilers or anything like that, because, well, for a couple of reasons. One, nothing is official, nothing's been announced, and nothing's even, as we know in the Superman and DC world in recent years, even if it's been something's been filmed, that might not even mean that we will get to see it. So that's one reason. The second reason is, I know I talk about Superman from a Superman point of view here, but I know many of you are general DC fans and excited for upcoming stuff and want to remain spoiler-free. So I am I generally try to be as cautious with spoilers. They don't tend to bother me, but I know a lot of people like to be uh, spoiler-free. So I won't get into any of that for those reasons, but yes, there are stronger, louder rumors that Henry Cavill will return in some capacity as Superman in movies in the near future, or at least a movie. Um, what to say about that? For me, I have been on the, on the record many times saying I would rather Superman not appear then appear as just a cameo character or just a supporting character used to build buzz, build hype for other character stories. If you are going to bring the character back into movies, you better have stories that are focused on Clark Kent and Lois Lane and really focus on developing them further and not just them being used to prop up other characters. Cameo stuff can be fun. I'm not I'm not against cameo stuff or even supporting roles, as long as Superman is being presented well in those, and also he's still getting his own stuff on the time. So assuming we're getting more of Henry Cavill and Amy Adams, then whatever, you can do whatever with cameos. I don't really care. Sure, pop pop Superman in wherever you want. But if it is just, just cameos, I think it's better for the character to let the character rest. And uh, not just throw them out there, just to throw them out there, let it rest, and wait a while because, well, if not for Superman and Lois, this is, we'd be nearing a prime time for a reboot of Superman because it's been so long since he's been seen in films. Uh, so if you are going to bring him back, you better commit. I hope that's the case. Um, just cameos or just supporting roles where, I mean, even if it's just Superman in costume, that's not terribly exciting for me if we're not getting any of the the Clark Kent and Lois Lane stuff and Lawrence Fishburne's Barry White and Diane Lane's Martha Kent and those characters furthered and developed and so I hope that is the case I hope this isn't just a case of cameos and nothing else where Superman's just a supporting character who's there for helping the box office of others. And I don't think cameos necessarily help the box office a ton unless you're going to use them in marketing, but even supporting roles or it does help to build buzz for 
future projects or or for the legs on a on a film. So uh, I know there's not a DC film on the slate that coming up that I would go to unless I heard Superman was going to be in it. So um, it, it doesn't do something at least for the box office. But yeah, I, if 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 this is the case, if Cavill is coming back for cameos and not no longer, you know, I think we all think the plan was to erase the character, remove the character in the Flash movie that comes out next year. If that is no longer the case, if Superman is going to be in the universe going forward and have a role, I hope there's solo Superman stuff. I hope there's Justice League stuff coming up where Superman is a major character or some kind of event type films where Superman's the stuff and also getting the the true solo Superman stuff, you know, a movie where he's the only superhero and we get to see Clark and Lois and and for that story that started in Man of Steel. I hope that's the case and I hope it's not just you know, there's exciting stuff, you know, Superman popping up that's that's exciting on its own, but without something else, I'm not sure it's worth it. Now there's the skeptical side. Uh anybody a little bit skeptical of Warner Brothers Discovery since the merger early 2022 and we need to at least address that there's a rumor that they might sell in in 2024 sell off discovery might sell off warner brothers that i talked about before but if that's the case boy you could just say it could look like david zaslav or whoever is saying you know we could just prop superman in a couple films and not don't have to worry about or care about the long-term plan. Who cares? We could put, give Henry Cavill a million dollars to film for one day and you're going to more than make that up in the box office. So let's just do it. Let's just get it done. Right. Henry Cavill a check for a million dollars. And that, you know, I'm just throwing out hypotheticals here. Um, and who cares what it does long-term to the Superman brand? Who, who cares? So we still, I think we're all going to be skeptical a little bit while for a little while that Warner Brothers discovery is committed to, Discovery is committed to Warner Brothers. Uh, all of that is committed, you know. The new Warner Brothers Discovery is committed to making the best possible DC brand going forward and not just committing to making it look nice in the short term so they can dump it in a year and a half or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I'm i trying not to get too excited or, or built up until, unless or until we get something concrete because we all know it's been a long five years of, of back and forth, especially since September of 2018 when it, the Hollywood Reporter article came out that, yes, Henry Cavill is done as Superman. And it looked like the case for a long time. And then in 2020, there's a report, well, maybe he'll be back, but not in a solo, not in a solo movie or anything like that, just supporting roles or cameos or whatever. So it's been a long road. I'm not going to get too excited until... Something concrete happens until like a Superman film is filming or or something like that. Um, but I didn't think I need to address that. Now, if and when he does, if he does appear in the future, I'll talk about them and I'll try to give it some time to avoid spoilers because I, I don't want to just, you know, if you're looking forward to a particular movie and this is a Superman podcast and I, I come in and talk about Superman and I just say, boom, opening day, I probably won't, you know, I don't want to spoil it opening day. I'll, I'll try to give it a little bit of time for uh for it to breathe for the people wanting to go see it in the first weekend or or whatever so uh if that is the case you know again i'm trying not to get too excited until we get or 
worked up about it or anything like that until we get something concrete because everything is up in the air with Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, let's talk about Titans, I guess. And Lex Luthor is going to appear on season four. In fact, Titus Welliver has been cast in the role. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, there's been rumors going back for a while that Titans wanted to have Lex Luthor. And I guess it makes sense since they brought in a clone of Superman and Lex Luthor a while back. You know, I think it's only a matter of time that they would want to bring Lex in and, and or be allowed. I'm not excited about this. Now I haven't watched. I've, I've been kind of against it since the, the first rumors popped up. Uh, and for a couple of reasons. One, you know, if Titans fans are looking forward to this and Titus Welliver, I'm not familiar with him, I don't think, but he might be great in the role. It has nothing to do with any of that. One, yes, I do. I do think it deletes, uh, dilutes the, the Superman and Lex Luthor brand a little bit. And yes, I always touch back on that. And I think though the only proof you need is that, that a live action Lex Luthor was cast and there was like zero buzz about it outside of maybe the hardcore Titans fans. I mean, this made no dense. This is Lex Luthor, Superman's greatest enemy, one of the greatest villains in fiction, I think. And he was, a live action version was cast. And there was a collective yawn, if not indifference, to a lot of people who are even fans of um, comic book TV shows and stuff. And I think, well, we just had Alex Luther for a few seasons on the CW. Uh, wasn't five years ago there was a movie like Luther. we don't know if we're ever going to see more i think it's it's kind of gotten diluted and they're just pumping lex Luthor in and you know that's partly a lex Luthor specific problem but it's a you know part of my frustrations with dc's multiverse as they're kind of doing it now is one of the things that's great about superheroes and, and comic book characters in particular like superman is you can such a rich history you can find out more and more about these characters and getting to know them deeper and the way the multiverse is being used now is we're always starting from scratch so we just saw john crier's lex luther if this was john crier popping up even though it wouldn't really make sense that would be more exciting i think because at least you're getting to know a lex luther more now we're starting from scratch again it's nothing from wrong with this actor but we're just constantly starting from scratch and not getting to know uh, characters better. We're always going back to the beginning. This is what's this character's relationship with Superman? We just had one for three seasons, like I said on the CW, and we don't even really know what that character's relationship is with his Superman. I still can't believe John Cryer, Bitsy Tolick, and Tyler Hecklin shared a scene in Crisis on Infinite Earths, but didn't exchange dialogue. Uh, that still kind of blows my mind. Uh, and so we're now getting another one where we another likes where we don't know his relationship with Superman. So if you're a Titans fan and you're excited about this, uh, I'm happy for you. I don't know that I will feel obligated to watch this. You know, Lex Luthor appearing is one of the only reasons I would. You know, I fell off Titans after uh, the first Connor episode. I, I Crypto started looking like an assassin. That was when I was uh, decided Titans wasn't for me, but. We'll see. But again, it's this is the downside to the multiverse as it's being used. It's just, oh, sure, throw out another Lex Luthor. Who cares? You know, if, you know, just as a different example, if 
there was a Bloodsport streaming series or some other Superman related character and you know for Idris Elba's Bloodsport and Jesse Eisenberg showed up as Lex Luthor to kick things off hire Bloodsport to get some tech some MacGuffin that would be used in the next Superman movie to harm Superman that would be really cool you know like Bloodsport goes on a mission to find something that would create Metallo you know Bloodsport might not know it but would create Metallo or Parasite or Bizarro or Nuclear Man, whatever. Uh, and that villain created would then be the, the next villain in the next Superman movie. That would be really cool. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, shared universes can be really fun. And you could further Jesse Eisenberg's Sleuther a little bit while uh, telling a, a Bloodsport story that is focused on that character but would tie into a bigger story and things like that but um there's this other way and and that's where i get frustrated because now we're starting starting from scratch again uh a little bit frustrating not that there's not times for reboots or times for fresh starts there certainly is but this isn't one of them i don't think so We'll see. Maybe Titus Welliver is the greatest Lex Luthor ever. I don't know if that changes my points at all. But um, yeah, I guess this is the dark side of the live-action multiverse uh, as we are currently seeing it play out for DC. Uh, let's talk some comic books. Another volume of Superman 78 is on the way. It's being developed. Robert Venditti, the writer, well, he shared it on Twitter, but it was actually announced in the Superman 78 hardcover, which is out now. It's a cool-looking hardcover. Uh, you can check it out if you haven't. But, yeah, I'm really excited there's another volume of this coming out. I enjoyed the first volume, the six issues of Superman 78. I thought they did a great job of capturing the characters' voices. It sounded like it could be something that came out of Christopher Reeve or Margot Kidder or Gene Hackman's voice back in the 70s or 80s. I thought it did a really good job that with that. It was a cool, it was a fun Superman versus Brainiac storyline. Um, it didn't do anything in terms of adding a new mythology, which you may or may not like. At least, well, I mean, it, it did. I, won't, I guess I won't get into spoilers too much, but it didn't do anything to really further the character relationships between Lois and Clark or anything like that. I mean, it. there's more of it, but it didn't move the story along necessarily. And so I, I wonder what people think of that. I think it's cool that Superman 78 can fit as a an adventure in almost anywhere in those first four Superman movies, anywhere in that, in that timeline. Um, but I do wonder what it would have been like if it had moved, moved the story forward. And I'm part of me would really like to see that. And I think I would enjoy that more, but I also get not wanting to mess with, the way it ended. I mean, even if you know you don't love Superman four, that's not really the point. Um, just not mess with that film series and, and leave that untouched. Or are they just trying to leave it kind of vague backstory so you can say Superman Returns is in the future? Um, either way, I did really enjoy what Superman seventy eight was, but I would like a little bit maybe of Lois and Clark's relationship moving forward or, or something like that. Uh, but I did enjoy this very much for what it was. It would be interesting to compare it to like the Superman Reborn script, which was, I'm talking about the, there's a few different ones, but there's a 1992 one 
Elias Alkine, Mark Jones, and Carrie Bates. It would have been like the fifth Christopher Reeve Superman film if it had been made. And that's an, also a Superman versus Brainiac story. I remember really liking it. It's been a while since I've read it. But that also moved the Lois and Clark relationship forward, which I thought was, you know, the highlight for me. And it would have been more fitting uh, send-off if, if done well, of course, if given the proper budget than what Superman 4 was. So it would be interesting to kind of compare and contrast Superman 78 and Superman Reborn. But I enjoyed Superman 78 very much for what it was, and I'm excited that more is coming in comic book form. Also, in comics, DC has announced that a death of Superman 30th anniversary special number one. So there's going to be a like a one-shot comic. It's going to have four different stories in it, and it's going to come out. November 2022 is the 30th anniversary of the death of Superman, Superman number 75, that story. Uh, so I'm glad they're doing a little event-type thing to celebrate one of the most important comic book stories of the last few decades and one of my favorite Superman stories ever so i think this is cool the four different stories i read the synopsis they don't sound terribly compelling i've never you know i don't read through the death of superman and think boy i wonder what this would look like from guardian's perspective or what's going through john henry iron's mind right now so the stories don't sound great but i think they could be and the real selling point here is that it's going to feature the original creative teams from the death of superman so those four different creative teams back in the early 90s are getting to add a little bit to the story and maybe these stories will be great maybe they won't and you can just forget about them the next time you read the death of superman but i think that that's the real selling point is getting those creative teams back together and um you know i don't know if they can recapture exactly the magic of of what was going on 30 years ago but that does that's cool just to kind of see what they're they've had 30 years to think about and reflect on the story and this is what they want to add to it I guess so that could be cool I mean it could be they could, they could be bad I, I don't know but it's at least an interesting thing and if it's terrible I guess I just won't read it next time I read the death of Superman uh but I do think it's cool and I think it you know those are, there's some really talented creators involved there so I think there will be some good stuff in them even if um like I said I don't know and I was always clamoring to see what Guardian was thinking at the time or anything like that and lastly, I just wanted to touch on Superman Space Age. I don't want to give any spoilers, but we're two issues into the three-issue series, and I'm curious to see how it ends. I'm reserving judgment, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I think this is probably the going to be the biggest Superman comic of the year, and you know the one I've personally been most excited about since at least Superman 78, and I think it's mostly living up to expectations so far showing a longer lifespan of Superman looking at various different world events uh, through Superman's point of view last century so I'm really enjoying it I think it has the potential you know if the if the ending sticks well I think it has the potential to be one of the best Superman stories in a while and one that will be high on a lot of people's favorite Superman stories list um again we've still got a third of the way to go yet one last issue so we'll see how it it ends and how it how it lands but there's been a even if not even if even if the ending's not great i think there's a lot of cool individual moments so far seeing you know lois and clark seeing clark and his parents seeing some different things 
throughout Superman's history told in sort of a different style than than what we're used to. So I know there's a lot of weird things going on in, in the DC Comics universe right now, and I am not entirely sure what all of it is and what what's going on, frankly. Uh, you know, I'm not up to date on Dark Crisis or Flashpoint Beyond or really sure what any of those things, what's going on with the major DC universe as a whole. But if you want uh, a standalone Superman story where you Superman Space Age, I know it's pricey, you know, 10 bucks an issue. Uh, they are long issues, but still 10 bucks for a comic. I, I know it was a lot, um, but they're, they're worth checking out, I think, um, at least the first two issues so far. And maybe I'll get into more later, but I'm really enjoying it so far. All right, well, that is all I have for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon.